Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Wednesday, January 11th in the year 2023. Before we begin, make sure that you're taking all the care you need to keep your defense plan at home up to speed. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. itargetpro.com. It's awesome. Use your offer code BARDS and you won't be disappointed at all. Today is January 11th, which is a good day for me. Many of you know why. And it's a very good day, so awesome. We've had some crazy developments, as you might expect. My goodness. It just never ends. Take a listen to this. Just just broke. All right. We have some breaking news. Uh, President Biden's aides have reportedly found now a second batch of classified documents at a new location. That is being reported this hour by NBC News. Fox News is working to confirm that. But again, this is reportedly a second batch of classified documents at a different location from the Biden Penn Center, uh, the think tank that he formed after vice after he was vice president. Um, so we're going to keep you updated. We're going to get some new information on that and we will bring it to you. And- yeah, it's the Biden Penn Chinese classification transfer center is what it really is. I wonder what they've been saying. You know, it's interesting if we think to the left of how quickly they were to judge Trump. Maybe we ought to listen to some of the things they were saying when they discovered Trump supposedly had classified documents, something like this. But to be fair, it wasn't just Michael Beschloss who claimed that Trump was endangering America with those documents. They all said that. Watch. The seriousness of the potential threat to national security information, I I just don't know what to say. If he was in possession of classified documents, those are by definition potentially harmful to our national security. We have a president of the United States who has played fast and loose with the national security. We have a situation where what he was doing was dangerous to our national security. These are really classified and and a really uh, threat to national security. That really jumps out to me as a national security threat. This is a national security crisis. The extreme risk that Trump was willing to take with our national security. (laughs) Oh my gosh. President Trump, what did you do? I mean, it wasn't Trump. That was Trump back then when there was nothing. That was a pure nothing burger, as we know, with the FBI's dramatic raid. Oh, we love the FBI. FBI, I'll tell you. If you wanted to find tyranny in a world, you can do it in three letters, a couple different ways. One is FBI. The other is CIA. Another one is NSA. Oh, and they all think that they're good. They all think that they're a vital interest to the national security, except that once you start probing into people's 
lives the way they do, everybody becomes a threat, and therefore Americans lose their rights, which is exactly what we've seen happen. So now that we have the double standard once again by the left, rules for thee, not for me, kind of an interesting moment in our history where the sitting hand puppet president of the United States, the one that's really not real, but we they keep wanting to tell us he is real, actually has found classified documents. And according to the left, that is a unforgivable sin. <laughs> but on this day, I just need to comment on this one particular tweet. Errol Weber on Twitter. He actually goes there on, on this day. It's so awesome. I'm not saying conclusively that this is real. He's got four pictures of Biden, by the way. Can the new Republican-led Congress investigate the merits of there possibly being multiple Joe Bidens? <laughs> he just went there. That is so awesome. Will the real clone of Biden please stand up? Yeah, that one. So you know this dude, I think, what is his name? Tate, I think it is. Tate, I got to look here. The one that was the MMA boxer that um, that was like doing his thing about telling everybody about pedophilia and then he got arrested over in, I don't know, what is it? Romania. That was it. He got arrested in Romania. Yeah, Andrew Tate. He's a kickboxer. Yeah, this is going to be, here's the epic quote on him today. This is epic. This comes actually from, this comes from Vincent Kennedy as they show a picture of Andrew Tate being arrested. And Vincent Kennedy adds the one word, reprogrammed. There's what's really happening. If you're wondering what they're doing to him, they're not keeping him in medical care. The clone or the MK Ultra programming broke down. They have to reset him, and that's what they're doing right now. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we're so blessed to be here today, humbled by all that you give, all that you've led, all that you've continued to build in this amazing nation of Bard's Nation and in this connected group across the entire globe. We're deeply humbled. And, it, and we've been through so many ups and downs, Father. Lots of questioning of whether where things would be. And there has been a serious change in tide. We feel it. We know that it's not going to be something that will be without some challenges ahead, but we definitely have a change of tide. We start to see that those that are purporting evil or promoting the attacks on good people are now starting to find a boomerang. It's truly the effect of Esther in the book of Esther. And so we're, we're grateful for that, Father. And there's one thing that we have to be constantly vigilant at is recognizing that as you give us these opportunities to see justice being performed. Let us not forget to pray thanks humbly before you for all that you bring. There is justice happening on this land, ways that we've never imagined possible even a few weeks ago. And we've remained skeptical, which is more in terms of vigilance and being appropriately cautious, cautious with our discern and in our spate of discernment. But we have to also recognize that there is a mighty hand at play here, Father. We could not have imagined two NFL teams taking a knee and the 
the people in the stands taking a knee and viewers praying with them all across this nation and then commentators actually saying this prayer is going to spread through the league we could not have imagined that and yet you've turned what was evil into good at least directing it now towards good as the as the power of prayer begins to take hold we could not have imagined that a congress would have taken hold and actually put up a measure to vote to eradicate the irs or to defund these 87,000 parasites agents every one of them which if you had asked us we probably all would have recommended buying a lot more rope at home depot but since you didn't we're grateful that they're being defunded and there's grace being given we are in a very interesting point in ourselves father to be very honest in our heart as we learn and appreciate the world through your eyes so thank you for that opportunity this is a time when what we want and what you're requiring of us don't always match, but we're listening. And as young beings in this world, we're learning and we're hanging on to the forgiving and loving heart and we're trusting and leaning into you on justice and we're seeing justice unfold, but reminding ourselves to be vigilant, reminding ourselves to be prescient, with all that you put on our heart to keep moving, not to sit still. This is not a time to be idle. This is a time to be leaning in. This is a time to be bringing the word of Jesus into the world. This is a time for people to hear your word. There's so many out here that are lost. They're, they're seeking and they're trying to overlay meaning in things and missing the key piece. It's that love in Christ. And it's up to us to introduce that as much as we can because so many have not had that opportunity or a positive experience within the church. So, Father, with that, we also pray for the revival of the church today. You've given us the power to take the message out. You've brought us together in this amazing assembly to rekindle that spark, that amazing flame of what the church should be. May our efforts also influence the church itself the institution church. May it lose its religion. May it revive its love in Jesus. May it find its purpose in the love in Christ and casting aside the business of religion. This is something we need in this land, in all lands across the world. This is something that we need to see the revival of the spark and the flame of the love in Jesus. We need to see the, the revival of the power of deliverance work. We need to see the re- power and the revival of intercession work. These ministries need to step up now. And if it's on our heart to be led, then let us do just that. Let us listen and respond to what you put before us. Let people truly hear your word and let them respond with the eagerness. Someone who's hungry, someone who's eager to take that message into the world. We pray for the casting away of fear, intimidation, or anxiety because someone doesn't have the right schooling or doesn't have the right degree. And we're blessed with the experiences and the encounters that we have to be able to remind us of just how much you've given us within us. If we're truly honest, you've blessed us with an enormous amount of wisdom, an enormous amount of passion, an enormous amount of love for kingdom. 
And we need to pursue that even deeper. So, Father, we pray as well for the continued pursuit that not just a walk, but a sprint, a run towards that deeper love with you. We are so deeply humbled. There's, words aren't even enough, Father, for the love that we share, the love that we have for you. And each one of us, in one way or another, deals with our inequities. But we will put ourselves before you and repent. We will continue to strive to be closer to the, to the throne. And the beautiful thing is we know that you're there as our Father. What words can possibly embrace that experience effectively other than to say thank you from our heart, humbly before you, thank you, Father, for what you have given us is not just life, but it's an experience of growth that's so amazing, so tremendous, so powerful, that quite literally nothing forged against us can succeed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to tell you an interesting story. I, I was It was such an inspiring story. I ran into it today. So I went this morning to have the final... I, the final crown put on one of my teeth. And um, at the dentist, obviously. And no, I'm not getting some super secret agent listening device put in there either, just in case somebody comes up with some crazy conspiracy because that's not happening. So the young lady that was working on my teeth, she's 20 years old. And her specialty is, uh, what do they call them? Well, they're when they bore into the actual, they set the teeth into the actual um, jaw. When they have to replace teeth with artificial teeth. And that's her specialty. And I'm as she's telling me this, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And I stopped her. I said, no, wait a minute. You're 20 years old. That means you graduated two years ago. From high school. She said, yeah, I graduated in, in 2020. I said, I, look, I'm, I don't know your whole education system, but I'm doing the math here. Are you certified? She says, yes, I am. I said, okay, again, I'm kind of curious. Did you go to the community college? She goes, no, I've never been to school. I said, oh, I need to hear this story because this is a great dentist. He's one of the best I've ever been to. Super high standards, literally, like the guy is known for like the, some of the best, like the work I just had done. He's like one of the best around. She said, when I was 14 years old, she said, I decided this is what I wanted to do. I love teeth. So she said, I'd go to every, every time I'd go to the rummage store, or I'd go to the used bookstore or anywhere I could find him, I'd buy these dental books and I would just read and the dentist that she's working for now, she said, he was my dentist when I was four, from when, like really young. And she said, when I was 14 years old, I told him, I'm going to work for you. I said, okay, so how, does that, how did that work? So she said, I continued to study. And she said, I work here. And then I've taken my exams and I'm now certified. I said, so you did a internship trade training, like a tradesman training in dentistry. She goes, yes. And you've never been to school? She goes, no. I said, this is the most inspiring conversation I've had in probably six months with the youth. And she goes, and I'm so happy that I didn't go to college. 
She goes, I don't have any debt. She says, and I've, I've, I just study hard and then I learn and then I take the exams. And I said, so anybody can do this? She said, yes. I went, wow, this is amazing. And I'm just saying this because we are told in this culture all the time, you can't do this unless you have this. You can't do this because you don't have a certificate. You can't do this because you didn't push a peanut across the commons or commons on the university lawn. So now you don't get to get you don't get to do this. I mean, it's the ridiculousness of this certification. This young lady is top notch. I mean, he is this dentist is literally, and I'm not exaggerating, he's one of the best I've come across ever. Super professional, great guy, is completely non-PC, which of course you know I love that. Anti-mask, anti-vax. You get the whole deal. And it was the only place that was open during this COVID nonsense. Literally, it's like we're staying open. I don't care what they tell us, we're staying open. And he has just a great practice. It took me like three, four months to get in. So to have, he, she's taking, you know, she's doing this morning, she's doing some molds on the teeth and she's doing some prepping of this crown. And she's 20 years old and he's got all this experience and he's kind of giving her some pointers once in a while and little things like that. But she's completely certified. Never went to college. I love this. this. That should inspire everybody. If a 20-year-old can say at 14 years old, I want to be, and she gives me her title, which I cannot repeat. I was like, are you a hygienist? She goes, no, I'm a blah. And it just came out. I was like, what is that? It was like, I'm a tech, I'm a, uh, I don't know. I, my layman's terms would be like, I'm a fake tooth, um, jaw drilling, technical specialist engineer or something like that. I don't know. Obviously, I'm butchering the title, and I'm not doing that at all. In is is a mockery. I just I can't. I really, I looked at her and I said, "Well, that's quite a title." She said, "Yeah, it is." Isn't it? I said, "Yeah, it is," and it's something to be proud of. So this is implantation technician. That's basically it. Someone just wrote that on the board. Thank you. I couldn't even think of the word. <laughs> I'm, half, I'm like, well, I'm drawing. I'm like, this is. You can tell. Obviously, dentistry is not my specialty. <laughs> I just like get in, get it done, get out. I'm out of here. But, you know, in all fairness, um, that was great. So, yeah, it has to do with implant, 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 golly, I can't even read it, implantation technician. So whatever that looks like, it's awesome. But anyway, what an inspiring story to put it, to have today, especially. Um, what an inspiring story. As we, you know, we're all looking at this world collapsing and, all the, the stupid stuff with education, the problems we're dealing with. And here's a young lady. Oh, and by the way, she grew up, her father had bees, so she learned how to take care of bees too, among other things, which is pretty cool. So hat tip to her, hat tip to any of the youth in this new generation that are taking the courage to not be part of mainstream and, t- and pursue what you want to do the right way, which is get your hands dirty and do it. And please take this story to heart because this is the sort of thing that we need to be doing. All of us. I, I live by this and you know, I'm a, I during documentary film, never went to film school. I, and you know, I, that's just the whole thing is if you push hard enough, you, you listen to what your heart is doing, you do what you need to do and you become good at it. And hopefully you become great at it because your pursuit should always be that with father. And so, 
Really good story. All right, one quick um, thing here, because I don't know if you've heard flight cancellations everywhere today. Take a listen to this. If you are flying anywhere in the next couple of days, January 10th to 11th, you need to be paying attention to what's going on. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Cece and I'm a flight attendant and I love sharing everything aviation. Just got in from a trip from Amsterdam, so please excuse my early morning look. So what happened? Apparently there was an overnight outage about 2.30 a.m. from the FAA to the notice to air mission system, okay? That's the way that the FAA communicates to crews. So they had to do a nationwide ground stop. Uh, that hasn't happened since 9-11. So as of 9.30 this morning, we've had 4,700 delays. There will be cancellations. There will be rolling delays. Remember what happened with Southwest? This is now going to affect each one of the airlines. So there's gonna be a lot of chaos in the next couple of days. So be prepared. Do we know how this happened? Apparently not. Is it a cyber attack? I, I don't know. I hope not. I mean, this is kind of scary as somebody who works in this business. Like, what happened? I'm going to share as much information as I get it. Um, and in the meantime, follow CC in the sky. CC in the sky. Good report. Thank you very much, Harry, uh, Patriots. Real quick on that. Um, there, it is kind of strange what's going on. We, we don't really know. There is a some sort of a, it's like system-wide, 7,000 cancellations or delays and like a thousand cancellations, it's going to get worse. You know, just, it's interesting to see all the things that are happening in Congress and all the people that, and all the classified document stuff that's coming out with hand puppet Biden and the threat on the cartels that Trump made, which is bold and, and well-deserved cartels need every bit of it. So with all that said, things are happening. Can't tell you how, can't tell you who, just can tell you that things are happening. Keep your eyes open because things are happening and be inspired because these are st the steps in the right direction. They're not going to be the final steps, but they're the steps in the right direction. One last note for you to ponder all day long. No one's been able to identify where Congress is coming and going in the, in the congressional buildings. You're hearing a lot of people are there. I'm going to tell you I have a lot of questions of if they are. There's a lot of boarding up going on in D.C. The Treasury is boarded up. Lots of things. You're going to hear a lot of people not trying to justify why they, we aren't seeing congressmen or congresswomen in, in D.C. Just ponder this thought. We know how easy it is to build a stage set. The question is, are they in D.C., which is a foreign country? Or are they somewhere else doing the country's business, but on lands owned and controlled by the Republic? Worth a consideration, because that means if that's the case, and that would fit in with some of the rules that you're starting to see come out of the House, there's no more immunity if you're on the lands of the Republic. You don't get to the exclusion that you get by being on the foreign occupied territory of District of Columbia. Just some thoughts, and we'll carry that on later, maybe tonight. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, you have a very blessed January 11th. I love this day. 
I'll see you tonight. Until then, or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, 
we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.